Welcome to the Big 3 IDP Podcast. Here are your hosts, Josh, Bobby, and Adam. What's up, you diehards, you degenerates, you lovers of defensive football? This is Josh Raymer, and we are back with another episode of the Big 3 IDP Podcast. A little earlier than usual this week, boys. It's a Tuesday night, and we are here in the Soad Shack to make some magic happen. I'm here, as always, Adam Markham, and welcoming back from his premature death. At our hands, actually, Adam, it's uh, Bobby Reynolds. He has risen. I've got a little headache still. From where uh, Adam shot you. in the, the Yeah. Now, yeah. funny story, the fact that you died uh, on the last episode mm-hmm. from saying... Baja instead of Baja, and mm-hmm. you had a funny story tonight from Taco Bell. You actually went and got us some blasts. I did. And uh, tell the story of what you heard. There as may you went be some. The we may have some uh, actual is, proof. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll uh, we'll send that out. Sure. So uh, pull it to the drive-through. Uh, you know, knew what y'all wanted, so went ahead and said, uh, you know, you could go ahead and get me three Baja blasts. You know, like I always do. Sure. Typical. Uh, they tried know, to give you the they freezes. They charged me for the freezies. Yeah, so it was like eight fifty. for like three eighty-four sixty-two. I think is what it was. Eighty-four sixty-two. It seemed like a lot. <laughs> I had to call my bank. That is to a lot. Like, yeah. If I could escrow, don't do that. He said no. Uh, pull around and uh, you know go to get the bajas and and somebody from you know real smart Alec, real mm-hmm. real sure. jerk you sure. know from the from the back room said uh, it's baja not baja. And you got this guy making tacos at Taco Bell. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. You know, he had to have a little entertainment, but uh, for real, though, it's Baja. It's Baja. Just quit acting so stuck up. Yeah. And don't be in the car with us and say Baja. Yeah. Just glad to be here drinking Baja. Yeah. Welcome back. Yeah. yeah so we've all uh, got about 32 ounces of Baja in us. Mark, and, some uh, of us a little more. Some of us got some other stuff in <laughs> us. Uh, looking about 16 ounces of Monster. So, uh my favorite part was when you poured out the monster into the Baja Blast cup. Sure. And didn't realize that it was like sweet tea mixed with piss in terms of the color of it. Yeah, I've never looked at the color. It's a little alarming. Uh, <laughs> that's going into me. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, hope everything's okay with my heart. <laughs> it's like the color of like if you had a rusty cup that had a lot of water poured into yeah. it. Yeah. Like four months later, what would it look yeah, like? Yeah, it doesn't look good. So, uh, may, uh, may slow down on the monsters. Looks like he's gonna hurt to piss tomorrow. Is what it yeah, looks you're like. gonna be like, it's gonna feel like you're pissing battery acid. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling a little uneasy right now, boys. Gotta be honest. <laughs> well, that's uh, you're here right now. So until your heart gives out, we'll keep uh, we'll keep plugging along. Here. Sure. And Josh, I love how you said we got started earlier tonight. We did get here earlier, yeah. but we just spent two hours just doing nothing. Yeah, drinking Baja. Yeah, Super we work on the uh, show sheet, but it ends up it takes so long yeah a lot yeah. of effort it's like involved. hey guys why don't you prep before it's like shut up most of it that's a great adam, idea but shut up me and adam being stupid while josh yeah. is typing so. yeah it's like we love josh yeah here's all the prep it's, guys it here's always goes right it's always josh finishes first and he's like uh, would you guys please <laughs> add something please. would you guys sit here and stop talking about <laughs> this stupidity uh, and add notes to the doc and they never do Mm-hmm. So uh, here we're, we are. We're all essential, Joshy. We've been here for yeah about two hours because y'all rolled in about eight o'clock, yes, and sir. here it is ten o'clock. Got but that laugh track back. We're, here's the thing: here. we are setting up for the Patreon when you get the early access webcam. Mm-hmm. You know, you get to watch the magic come together. Mm-hmm. Try it. I think be- we would have probably like two people sign up for that, and they would cancel halfway through the first. Uh, as long as we make it pricey broadcast. enough, it'll be fine. You know. 
I'm thinking like, you know, maybe a couple hundred bucks a month, a couple hundred bucks a month yeah. but at the lowest level for sure. For sure. Well, we got a fun show for y'all tonight. Actually, you know, maybe a decent show. I give it like a C plus. We got some huge out. news, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, mm. a lot of news. It's uh, we want to mention uh, before we get going. Uh, we will be appearing on uh, Rated IDP Live this that's weekend, right. Saturday. Uh, the the homie Oklahoma Doug Oklahoma is having homie Doug shout uh, out and uh, Dingus Four, uh, Coach Donnelly, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're gonna be on there. And our one of our favorites, Johnny the Greek. Johnny the Johnny. Greek. Yep. Uh, Nate's going to be on with us. Yeah, it should uh, should get wild. It's uh, we've already been having a pretty good time in the little group chat that we got going this afternoon. So uh, yeah, I just got added to that. That thing is a trip. Oh yeah, good time. Yeah, it's a lot of like minded folks. So uh, you know, prepare yourselves. Yep, <laughs> just get ready. We'll uh, we'll definitely make sure to um, promote that as we get closer to. The actual start time on Saturday. And if we can, we'll try to send out a link mm-hmm. as the show's going on. Uh, so that, uh, yeah, the listeners can, uh, tune in, watch yeah, it. We're excited. This is going to be live. So this could, uh, you know, this could go horribly wrong. This could absolutely. be the end of us this yeah. could be, uh, after absolutely. Saturday. So absolutely. just hope it goes well. Big one. Josh might run it on for a while. You yeah. Good, good by yourself. The lone one. There you go. Lone one. The lone yeah. one podcast. Lone yeah. One I'd IDP. say if it's, uh, if someone's going to get in trouble, it'd likely be me. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, if, if it's, you know, yeah. something happens to me, I do hope you boys go on. I'd love I mean, to. honestly, we couldn't do this without Josh. We would. It sure. Would, we, it'd be a recording on our iPhones. Yeah. yeah. Probably. So. <laughs> I'm happy to be here, guys. Love you, Josh. I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's do another. Oh, wow, that's awesome. I love that one. I love your heart. Little Marshawn. Little Marshawn. I love your heart. I want to give another shout out here as I watch in horror at the levels. At least he's um, leaning back now. Yeah, he is. I appreciate it. He needs to yell from like, Gross, my driveway sir. about 100 feet away. <laughs> I want to give another shout out to my cousin Dylan. This is I just saw him. He was in from Dallas. We had a little family dinner tonight, and he doesn't play IDP. But he loves the podcast, listened to a couple episodes on his drive up from Dallas here, and uh, I think he's going to start an IDP league with some of his buddies next year. Nice. That's awesome. So we are changing the fantasy futures of some of our listeners out there, fellas. I mean, Let's- seriously, IDP is so awesome. If you love football and love the NFL, freaking do IDP. Get rid of all this crummy like ESPN, Yahoo leagues, and just get into IDP. Yep. It's it change your world. And uh, also... He said, you know, I don't play IDP, but I do watch the NFL. So I know the guys that you're talking about. And so even though I'm not in a league, the podcast is still enjoyable. And we were just saying before we got on mic, the league that I was suggesting he set up, I said, if you want something really easy, go with Sleeper, do two defensive linemen, two linebackers, two DBs, and at least one flex, if not more. Mm -hmm. That's the setup that we have in the listener league. We have three flex players. But if you're going to do IDP, don't do one or two. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. It's dumb. Do at least the same number of defensive players as you have offensive players. Yep. Agree. You know, I think seven on seven at least, at the very least. Two defensive line, two linebackers, two safeties. Agreed. And then or defensive backs and then a flex mm-hmm. at, at the least. Yep. You I definitely, mean, definitely need to work into the RSO category. That's what I told him. I was like, if you love idp and truly want the degenerate experience i said then you'll be ready for an rso league after mm-hmm. you kind of dip your toe in the water next year yeah. contracts dynasty it's yep. a lot to swallow yeah it's a it's a progression 
Uh, I'm going to just just fly right past that. We are a family show, after all, that talks about pooping your Bajah, pants. A lot of Bajah, Murdering our co-hosts with icicles and gunshot wounds. I forgot about the icicles. So shout one. out, Dylan. Uh, yeah, get some buddies together right. and get you an IDP league next year. Yeah, I love you, Dylan. Go, Dylan. So, um, you got a good heart. He said he'll be listening to this at midnight when it drops. I said, it'll drop at midnight, so if you're up, uh, right. it'll, it'll be there. That's how I know he's your family, because we'll he also shares a good heart. He's just a family of good hearts. It's yes, like we sir. are one collective good heart. Speaking of bad hearts, we're watching Adam slowly. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Not really sure what I'm saying. I'm just, uh, just whatever comes out. So you know how like you can apparently I'm not at this stage in our in uh, my wife's pregnancy yet, but where you can see like elbows and feet pushed mm. up against the belly. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for it to see your heart like a cartoon or like <laughs> the mask, you know, coming out of your chest. That's actually a pretty good sound effect. That's awesome. right up there with like your fart sound effect. Thank you. This so, one. Yeah, I thought I was going to tone it down, so I was going to tone the farts down. So glad yeah. we got one in the first five we minutes. We see how long that lasted. <laughs> so uh, wouldn't be an IDP podcast if we didn't mention Baja Blast and ripping farts. I don't want that to become a crutch. Oh, farting. It's, it's both crutches. <laughs> both legs are broken. Arms are broken. We're, we're ten minutes in. Markham's farted. Uh, he's losing control of his organs, and we've already talked about Baja Blast. So, Again, three checks. Never done the Baja and Monster Combo, so <laughs> don't we'll s- don't recommend it if you want to keep living on planet Earth. <laughs> I'm scared. You are. You should be scared. You're like sweating. There's blood coming out of your eyes. Let's do it. All right. So Ooh. we got some news to talk about before Adam croaks. Uh, guys, they kind of. World-shattering news from uh, out of Jacksonville. Not that really a, a whole lot of earth-shattering news comes out of Jacksonville, uh, except for maybe like some Florida man stories. But mm. uh, this was the trade heard around the world tonight with the Jalen Ramsey move. He moves on from the Jags, going to the Rams, and the Rams paid handsomely. Mm. Two first-round picks, a 2020 and a 2021, as well as a 2021 fourth round pick so bobby Mm. as the resident rams fan how are you feeling about this trade let's start with line two first go to to our point two what's point two there so the second part of this uh in the rams making preparations for this trade obviously moved marcus peters to the ravens straight up for kenny young Mm -hmm. love that part i've been off peters for a while now Man, Bobby, you are making it really tough to just like keep pushing on. You give us torn labia, tough to swallow, off Peters. What's going on, Bobby? He is batching it this week, so I guess we're getting a peek into his, yeah. his plans. Yeah, we can see what's going on. All right, so you're off Peters, so that's good, I guess. I don't know. So what else? Regain, uh, yeah, you can. Regain my you have feelings about Jalen Ramsey. Ooh. Is he okay. worth two first? That's the question. So here's the thing. <laughs> I can't look at Adam. Adam's just vibrating right now. His whole body is. No, we're not. We're not restarting. We're going. Oh, me. Okay. It's a lot. It's a lot to give up. Talk. It's a lot to give up. Um, I'm excited to see what the Rams look like in about five to six years. Yeah, you were bringing this up before we got on mic here. That uh, w- w- Elaborate a little bit as to why this is a curiosity for you. 
Well, just because they have paid so many guys, right? And they've got, and they're under contract for a while. Like we were talking about Gurley. Gurley just got extended last year. For a lot. And he's on the books until like what, 2020, 2021? Some, I would guess. Longer than that. I I think think it's it's, 2022, actually. Okay. And then you got Brandon Cooks, who's, who's signed a A massive deal. And then you got, uh, obviously Woods. And then you got the golf contract. You got the Donald contract. So they've paid a lot of guys. Mm -hmm. Um, and now you're giving up a lot of picks. And now you don't have any picks. So. Yeah, I mean, so so what they're saying is they're they're trying to buy yeah. a championship. Holy right now. cow! Gurley is a free agent in 2024. Oh wow. man! Yeah, I wonder how much of that money's guaranteed. I'm sure they have an out. You know, fully guaranteed money is 21,950. So Marcus Peters was going to be an unrestricted free agent um, next year. I've been, I mean, he's been a sell candidate if you own him. I, I don't even think you know he's really been that ownable this year, but. Man, I mean, you have to love Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald being on the same team together. I mean, two, like, super prolific, you know, at their position guys. But, I mean, I agree, two first. I don't even know in Ramsey's contract, like, when, how long is he paid? Because he's been running. Oh, that's the thing. They're going to have to pay him. Exactly. So, I mean, he's going to be getting a contract, too. I hope he's not. Like this in Dominican Sioux, like one year by, and then we're going to have to let him go because we can't. Oh, him. I think they've shown with as much, you know, as they gave up that they're going to, they plan on him being a part of the He's not a free agent until 2021. But still, but he know, was, he showed up, he wanted the, out of Jacksonville because they weren't paying him. He showed up in the money truck at a training yes, camp. This pre- year. I forgot about that. Holy cow. Yeah. But man, you got to do something. The Rams have been so bad. Tlaib goes to IR. Uh, Marcus Peters has had a couple of picks, which makes him look a little bit better, but he's been so bad in coverage. Um, they needed some help, but I don't know that this was the answer. I mean, it's two awesome. first is rich. That's a lot. I'm, you know, somebody put something about, uh, uh, Coughlin today, just basically saying, you know, he freaking boned the Rams really mm-hmm. hard. And he did. I mean, honestly, that's a ton for a cornerback, but. I, mean, I think Rams, I think Rams Coughlin wanted him out, and it just was was someone going to pay the price, and somebody did pretty fast. I know so it was going to be the Rams. I mean, I, they've been buying. I don't blame the Jags for moving on because once a guy decides he's he's kind of done, I thought it was too interesting that um, that Shad Khan came out and was like, "No, we had a heart to heart. I expect him to play Sunday," and then he was a he was a scratch. Sunday, and you thought, "Okay, hmm. what's going on yeah. here? Something doesn't quite." smell right with this yeah. and now he's traded what do we think do we think uh is he gonna jail quickly do we like this for the rams i mean so now this probably means that troy hill has solidified himself on the other side um as a starting corner so you've got troy hill and jalen ramsey i'll we'll find out pretty quickly how that back's doing yeah if that disappears the yeah the, as soon as this sunday yeah that could have been he'll, he'll make the rams better could have been that Jadavion Clowney, like he was planning on coming until all of a sudden he found out, like in Houston, that you know they were thinking about trading him. He's like, you know what? Never mind. I'm not. I'm not going to report to camp. It kind of seems the same thing with Ramsey. Tlaib mm-hmm. did not play Sunday, did he? He's on no, IR now. He's right? on IR. Yes, he went so. on IR before the game. So the yeah. So he okay. So I wonder because I was wondering because Peters had a pick this game too. Because I was wondering if they maybe worked out this trade at, before the game on Sunday, and that's why he did not play. I think this has been the works for a while. And even when a buddy of mine texted me about uh, um, Marcus Peters being traded, I was like, "Man, that means this other means something else is done. You're not just sending off mm-hmm. him with 
Tlaib going to IR at the same time. It doesn't make sense. I'm kind of also excited to have Kenny Young. I know that's kind of an underlying little thing here, but I mean the Rams need a lot of help at at um at linebacker. You've got yeah, especially with uh Kaiser out for the year. Clay Matthews out with a broken jaw for four mm-hmm. to six weeks. Troy Reader's been he's been filling in and been putting up great stats. I just don't know how good he actually is. Yeah. Um, so Kenny Young, I mean, could be a decent little stash in a deeper IDP league, I think. But I think more than that, the Rams actually like need some help there. But, but it, it won't make them worse. But I agree. I think the overarching thing is what Adam says is that I think this makes the Rams suck in like maybe two years. They're going to have to basically push the reset button, uh, you know, five years down the road. And this also yeah. might all make, these guys they've paid are old and they don't have any picks. You might see a Todd Gurley get dropped in. 20, I think he could be cut. As yeah. soon as like next off season, if this keeps going this depends way, depends on the guaranteed money and all that kind of crap, and the dead me, cap and whatnot. But let me go back because it actually shows on over the cap that I think the dead money by year. You've got if some you pretty promising up and comers in, uh, you know, Malcolm Brown. You saw the uh, not emergence, but the you know introduction of Daryl Henderson today, which was pretty unbelievable. Um, had some awesome, awesome runs. I don't really want to give too much credit to Daryl Henderson yet, but yeah. So, he did look good. A lot of bursts. If they cut him uh, before June 1st, according to Over the Cap, uh, this offseason he would be owed $25.65 million. Wow. That's a lot. So but It's also the same amount of money. So it would be for just this year or for the remainder of the contract? I think after that it says, uh, so I don't know if the remaining years count as well, but if they do, that would be an additional $12.6 million. That would count against the cap. Eight point four the year after, and four point two the year after that. Man, twenty five million is a lot. So you're looking at about like thirty eight million or so of dead cap if they cut him this off season, mm. which is killer. I don't think you see that happen, but they're going to be in a sticky situation. They're going to have to make moves because they're paying a lot of guys. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Ramsey's next up, probably. Man, and he's the just... he's the most likely candidate. You know, they they really aren't going to. Probably need him. Well, and kind of like while we're on the Rams talk, you know, we talked about this in the, uh, you know, last two hours that we've been milling around here. But, you know, Adam's talking about, do the Rams have any good wide receivers? I mean, like, sure, Cooper Cup is good in his role. But, I mean, like, he's essentially just a Julian Edelman. I think the problem is they have only good receivers. Yeah. Can not get, great receivers. Cup can get open and catch the ball. Sure. Woods is kind of like flashy um cooks i've never seen him as like a great deep ball guy you know i mean he'll catch some from time to time just because he's smaller and that's kind of the routes that they make him run but i mean you know we had kind of floated some names like how awesome would it be to see julio there this Mm -hmm. year or aj green or they just need an alpha you know you're gonna see some weird trades here from the rams for the next couple years don't don't just peg for the next couple of years, them continuing to keep these three wide receivers, or even Josh Reynolds for that reason, or Gerald Everett or Tyler Higby. Like some of these dudes are going to have to be circulated some. So, money wise, you know, don't plan on this roster being the same in two years. Man, that's sad. It's a rough way to start off. I mean, I'm excited about Ramsey, but the Rams are going to be in a situation here soon. Yeah, enjoy it. I mean, you've got to enjoy hope it now. This you is your hope. window. Right. Yeah, this year and, it's and next year. it's not looking good yeah, for this year. Lost, your window is the, you know, you started with three wins and three awful losses. Yeah. And your division is probably the best division in football because even the Cardinals are suddenly, like, mm-hmm. a little feisty. So yeah. Two my, wins in a row. My opinion is just that um, I think people are figuring out to put pressure on golf, 
And McVay's going to have to do something different. He's going to have to figure out a little bit of a different plan for golf. Um, he's throwing terrible balls. He's being pressured. And I know the O-line is really hurting right now. And they made a trade for a guy on the Browns practice squad, I think, today, which I don't know really that that helps a lot. But Note Boom is out for the year. But could it also be that, you know, Gurley's not being as effective has really hurt what they want to do, mm-hmm. and they need a running back that's going to, you know, but I will say open up the passing? The Yeah, you're probably right. He hasn't been very effective. But they haven't been using him a whole lot either. Mm-hmm. Last couple, but of maybe games, they're worried. I mean, you know, clearly these they they they've got a plan in place. So and that team was built around Gurley. So since think about when he the knee injury started, kind of near the tail end of last season, mm-hmm. that's when you saw the offense start to decline, and they've never looked the same. I don't. I think Gurley's fine. I think he's healthy, but I think what you're saying, Adam, is that the problem is that. You're not necessarily giving him a snap count, but you're giving him like a run count. Mm-hmm. So by essentially limiting Gurley, you're putting more on golf, and Gurley's more talented than golf. Yeah. You know, whereas last year, look at him. He had, what did he have? Almost 20 touchdowns between receptions and rushes, you know? I mean, that's, that's the whole offense right there. Yeah. If you look at it, I mean, that's, that's a good point. Look at it compared to, you know, uh, where we're at this year compared to how Gurley started last year. Remember, Gurley was balling to start the year. And you're right, he had 20 touchdowns, and that was primarily was the for best. the first 12 games. Yeah, he yeah. was the best running back in football, and it wasn't even close. Yeah. And, and that's a, that's kind of the underreported part of this story is we're not talking about some, like, Philip Lindsay. Mm-hmm. You know, Philip yeah. Lindsay was having the same issue that Todd Gurley has been having. Mm-hmm. Not as big a deal. Yeah. Because he's a one-year guy, undrafted guy. Todd Gurley was, like, MVP-level mm-hmm. running back play, and now we're questioning, will he be cut in the offseason? Mm-hmm. That's wild. I think that's probably why maybe they kept Malcolm Brown and drafted Henderson because maybe they're not just looking at this year. Oh, yeah. You know? And Brown looked great as well. I mean, I don't know if y'all watched very much of the game, but his first couple runs, he – I mean, the first drive, they got down to the 20 and it stalled out. Or maybe that's the one where they actually got to the one and he couldn't punch it in. But for whatever reason, he he had some nasty runs as well. So, I don't know. It's kind of sad. You might be seeing Todd Gurley dying. I think he is dying. It's just a matter of when is he actually dead. All right, um, a couple other pieces of sad news here. A couple guys to IR. Akeem Hicks, the Bears' defensive tackle, and also Stephon Tuitt, the Steelers' defensive end. Guys, this sucks. Let's start with Tuitt. He was defensive end six in our league, 22 tackles, three sacks, and six tackles for loss. Mm. This is a huge loss for IDP players and for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you had, if you were lucky enough to have Tua on your team, he was, uh, he definitely, you know, exceeded expectations for sure. He was, I don't even, he wasn't on my radar at all. Not really, um, no. I know he's always I've been. I've heard of him, but he wasn't a guy I was targeting. He's always been a boom bust guy, but yeah, I mean, who knows if he would have kept this pace up? We've already seen other guys, you know fall off a cliff like Barrett. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, clearly, balling to start the year. Mm-hmm. And then Akeem Hicks is a guy we love. I know yeah. we talked him up. Yeah, he was on the the IDP Battle Royale segment. We talked about Akeem Hicks a lot. Just uh, sort of a late bloomer and a guy who was super um, 
you know, below the radar in terms of like national attention. Yeah. But just one of the most dominant guys at his position in the league. And now he's off to IR. So yeah, it's a shame. Very typical of IDP. You know, the guy finally gets the respect he deserves. Finally gets, starts getting drafted pretty high in IDP leagues. And this year, even though he got hurt, he just wasn't what he normally was, you know, or what he was the last two, three years. They got a lot of mouths to feed there in Chicago. Yeah. So yeah, they can afford to rotate him. He's not the youngest guy. I mean, he's again, he's late breakout. He's like thirty now, uh-huh. I think. So, yeah, you worry, uh, especially in dynasty leagues, uh, if we've seen the best of Hicks from a fantasy standpoint. And I didn't see the injury. Did you all? It was an elbow injury, so okay. I don't think it's anything. You know, I don't it's guess it's gonna. Developed. Yeah, it's probably not gonna be something you got to worry about long term. But again, mm-hmm. what you're worried about long term is just his age and just the fact that he's in Chicago with a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. They have no reason to overplay him. And like we've talked about, Hicks was supremely, you know, valuable in our league. That's a, you know, specific D tackle mm-hmm. league. Yep. He was top five last year, I believe. I even looked to it up to see where he finished twenty eighteen. And he was like a back end D N two kind of front end D N three. So very solid like week to week play for both of those guys. Yeah. But, Hicks yeah. was averaging only six points a week. Yeah. He is he's kind of been fighting that injury. For yeah, I think he's, he's clearly not been healthy. He had a great, uh, he had a sack to start the year, and then it's just um, yeah. tailed off. Yeah. So we kind of talked about this a little bit too. Um, any guys that y'all want to float out, you know, to replace on, you know, your team for Hicks, specifically from Chicago, like y'all gonna be grabbing the dude from the first game. Yeah, what's his name? Roy Robertson Harris. Yeah. Probably uh, not. Leonard Floyd. That's one of those situations where I'd rather not burn a waiver claim on one of the guys. I, if it plays out to where, oh, he stepped in and got 85% of the snaps, yes, then I'm interested. Yeah. But until then, I think it's a wait and hold for me. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe. I mean, I'm I'm in a situation right now in our RSO league where I'm really struggling at defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. I would take a stab at them. Yeah, yeah if you need a guy, like yeah. I need a defensive tackle this week because Cam Hayward's on by. But uh, I'm looking elsewhere besides uh, Mister Three Names. Selfishly, I kind of wonder too if Hicks being out hurts Khalil Mack a little bit. Yeah, you know? probably. I You've mean, kind of seen these things with Aaron Donald and Sue leaving. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Donald's not struggled this year, but he hasn't had quite the sack numbers that he had last year. So you get some of these guys, these D tackles that put, you know, a great amount of pressure, you know, in the pocket pretty early on, um, makes it a little bit easier on these D ends. Yeah. And I wanted to check just to see what his situation was with the bears. And he is a free agent in 2022. Mm. So he's there for a little bit longer, Mm. which is good. He got a, he got a four year, $48 million extension in 2017. Still talented guy. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Agreed. So, um, in other defensive lineman news, Michael Bennett suspended for a week by the Patriots for detrimental conduct. This broke today. And, Apparently, he had a philosophical disagreement with the coaches on the Patriots staff, and it's not hard to connect the dots and figure out what this philosophical disagreement was about because he played 22% of the snaps Thursday night against the Jets, which was his lowest of the season. So connect the dots. He was obviously mad they had moved his locker away from Tom Brady, and he didn't get to see Giselle anymore after the mm-hmm. game. That's where I'm going with it. I don't know about you guys. Never yeah. been a Giselle fan. Just eh, she's all right. She's a supermodel, Bobby. Eh, take it or leave it. If she walked into the Sochak right now and was like, 
hey, one of you guys are coming home with me tonight. You'd be like, ah, pass. Where's Tom? You want Tom, huh? I'd rather have Tom. You are a Tom lover. You got a good heart, Bobby. Oh, yeah. You got a bad. Strong heart. Yeah. Yeah. What did I say earlier? I'm trying to get off Peter's for a while. (laughs) Now you back on him. Tom walks through that door. Lord. So yeah, obviously Ooh. Michael Bennett is is upset about his playing time and uh I'll tell you who's not upset. Uh Clay Travis, boy, what a twenty four hours for him. He gets the Michael Bennett news who he obviously hates Michael Bennett, and then he gets the LeBron stuff. So oh, yeah. uh, oh gosh. Good good job for Clay Travis. Great twenty four hours, buddy. Really ta- happy for you. You talk about a pig in mud. Uh I hate that guy, by the way, everybody. Yeah. I don't want to act like I'm endorsing Clay Travis. I hate that. I hate that dude. You knew it though. Do yeah. you follow Clay Travis is the question? No, but I mean I guarantee is he talking all about it? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't follow Clay Travis. So I, I don't guarantee know. it is. I mean, dude, he's got uh you know, he's got a hard on for anything Bennett and LeBron related, so yeah. I'm sure, some, it's, I'm sure it's out there right now. There's been some weird stuff about Michael Bennett. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's in the past. Yeah, clearly a you know a different dude. Um, been involved in a lot of weird situations, but uh, who knows? Did you dig into that story really too no, much? I just saw philosophical disagreement, and that made and it was in quotations. Mm-hmm. So it kind of made me wonder, like, did Michael Bennett lay hands on somebody yeah. on the coaching staff because? Detrimental conduct and a one-game suspension for me goes beyond going into your coach's office and ripping him a new one because you weren't playing. Yeah, that sounds like you maybe swung at somebody and had to be held back by your by your teammates. But there's been some good talent come out of New England this year, you know, and he might have just seen some of this snap decrease. I mean, it's New England; you can't predict anything that happens up there, yeah. whether it's the running backs or you know, freaking linebacker play. It's Really odd though that you that this even came out. Usually there's no like uh it's just you cut a guy. Yeah. They're not gonna yeah. there's you know Yeah. There's no uh coming back from a disagreement like that. Usually they're just done with the guy. You Remember, you're gonna get out of line, get out. What was uh who was with the cocaine this year? Chung. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrick Chung. Yeah, they're pretty uh lenient this year, Gosh. apparently. Yeah. So uh yeah. Freaking Patriots. Anyway, uh Connor, hope you enjoyed that Clay Travis shout out. You and all the Proud Boys. All the Proud Boys. Clay Travis is on their flag, I know. All right, so one last piece of news here. This one, this warmed my heart as a Titans hater. Marcus Mariota has been benched for Ryan Tannehill. We saw that happen in Sunday's game, and it has been official. Tannehill will be the starter at least for this week. You're right, Josh. You did it. I called it. You knew it. If you watched Marcus Mariota... You just knew this day was coming. His offensive line talent has completely cratered. That offense is a complete train wreck. You get shut out by the freaking Broncos. Yeah. You get shut out by the Broncos in 2013 when they were on a Super Bowl run. That's one thing. Von Miller was 23 at that time. Yeah, but to get shut out by the Broncos in 2019, the same team that we we're saying, how in the hell do they not have a takeaway through three games? The first three games of the season, this is pitiful. Yeah, Marcus Mariota has never once scared me as a Colts fan when we've played them. In fact, Andrew Luck was 12-0, and I think, against the Titans. Mm-hmm. So he retires. He takes that off into the sunset. So that's <laughs> that's one good thing. Yeah. At least that doesn't get tarnished. But, uh, yeah. Have they played the uh, Colts-Titans that they played yet this year? They did. Colts won. Of course. Mm. Yeah. Nice. I loved it. Every time the Colts would uh, beat the Titans, someone would go on the Wikipedia page and <laughs> yeah. change the team owner to Andrew Luck. 
This is my favorite stupid <laughs> internet thing that people do. That's awesome. So, yeah, the Titans, I think, are headed for like maybe a four or five win season. I think they'll be picking inside the top five, yeah. and I think they'll take a quarterback. Also, if you're a Titans fan and you think that like your season's going to be saved by the 31-year-old Ryan Tannehill, man, you've got some blinders Good on. Good luck. Here's what I think they're doing. They're just going to move to Tannehill just well, to see if he gives them any kind of spark. If he doesn't, maybe they ride with him. Maybe they go back to Mariota. Here's here's a really simple plan to to bring the Titans back to relevance. Are you ready? Bring, bring it. I'm going to give you four steps. Okay. Fire Mike Rabel. Great. Hire an offensive mind in his place. Anybody So in that's particular? like a 1 and one one a 1B. Okay. Not anyone in particular. Maybe call Mike Leach. Somebody just completely Get it. different. Maybe Lincoln Riley, you know, take a big swing. Adam Marco. Yeah. Yeah. Do yeah. something do something flashy. Your heart's gonna explode before they I can hire it. a new yeah. coach. His eyes are really um, out of whack. Bulldoze that stadium into the river and build something brand new. Mm-hmm. Change your uniforms and never ever go back to what you've been wearing. Step six. And draft a quarterback in the NFL draft right. next April. And get a real truck for your you know, sponsor. Right. Nissan. Nissan. Give me a break. Yeah. 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 Push right. pitiful. I love that. Push it in the river. That's, That's right. great, Josh. Yeah. That's my just favorite. Bulldoze like straight into the river. Be the Tennessee Tundras. Oh. That would be sir. pretty sweet. That would be sweet. Yeah. Like or that. the Tacomas. Ooh. Or hell, just the t- Tennessee Toyotas. <laughs> that would be great. I would like that a lot better. Um, if you've ever been to Titan Stadium, it's probably like the third worst stadium in the league, I would oh, yeah. say. Behind yeah. the Raiders are the worst, obviously. And then uh, I would say the Bengals are probably right up there. Yeah. Those would be my top three worst stadiums in the NFL. Hmm. So they need to just press the reset button. Because think about it. That team came into the league in like 99. Yeah. So that stadium is 20 years old. It's nice having, though, yeah. just an hour from us. You can go, you know, I, I got to go down whenever uh, they played Detroit. It was Tennessee, Detroit, and uh, got to see Calvin Johnson. But you sat was, in the box, didn't you? No, actually, that was I had that was the best seats I've ever had for it. I was like uh, – five rows off the off the field. So if you have killer seats, yeah, that's cool and you get to see like a fun team. But God, I don't think I would go down there think just I'm going to, to watch the, anyone. I'm going to see the Chiefs in a couple Ooh, weeks. See, that's awesome. Like if nasty. you get to go see another team. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah. yeah. We would never go down there to just see the Titans. So yeah. we're for While the other we're teams. on stadium talk, a little uh Clemson Florida State game I got to uh catch this last weekend. It was pretty awesome. Um, How's that stadium experience? I'll be drafting Etienne really, uh, really high in rookie drafts. He looks amazing. I don't know where he'll go, but his talent's pretty awesome. And then um, Simmons, forget his first name, uh, their linebacker there will be a legit three-down linebacker. I think he's projected like top ten in the draft right now, but, dude, he's going to be awesome. I'm sure they've got some DNs and stuff like that that are going to go high as well. But, yeah, crazy – culture you know being here from bowling green western's cool you like go to a game it's fine we have fair weather fans i mean texas would make fun of our stadium oh god yeah the sec would just would just laugh you know obviously winning the national championship the last few years that's helped that's definitely helped but watching a grown man like have about a ten thousand dollar trailer that he pulls there and he cooked (laughs) 50 pounds of Chicken wings, like it was right down my college yes, tailgates. Sir. Yeah, pro tailgates have nothing on college tailgates. Yeah. The game day atmosphere is insane for college. Right. People pass out everywhere on the way. I just, game. I really have no interest in watching college. I'll have it on in the background on Saturdays, but agree, I'm Josh, certainly not watching it yeah. closely. I was just thinking about players. I was taking oh, yeah. the draft. We have to be tuned into it a little more. You've got like uh, 14 picks in the first two rounds of our rookie draft. Bad look for Willie Taggart for sure. 
they're awful. Yeah. So shout out Bowling Green, uh, Bowling Green's finest. Yeah, chasing some greatness, as he once said about Zaxby's. <laughs> Should have stayed at uh, one of my favorite tweets. One of my favorite tweets. All right, Central Florida. He was uh, at South U- Florida. Yeah, USF. Then, uh, then he, then he was. Uh, well, yeah, he went from Western there, didn't he? Yeah, because <clears throat> yeah, Western played South Florida in a bowl game in Miami. I was there. It was a lot yeah. of fun. We beat him. So. Wow. Take that, Dagger. That was that seems like forever ago. Those are yeah. better times for Western football. Somebody was asking if uh, Dylan was asking me if I thought Brandon Dowdy would get drafted into the XFL. Mm. And I was like, I would love that. That's the most fun college quarterback I've ever seen in person. But uh, he's he is he is done with football. Yeah, Just a reckless. He is done with football. Yeah, love you, Dylan. Yeah, uh, love you also, Brandon. If you're listening, Mike White still rostered. Might be. Is he the backup in Dallas? I think he is. Wow. Still dressing. Like, mm-hmm. not practice squad. I think he is. Wow, Last time I checked. That's crazy. You're a Dak injury away from, like, having a Mike White experience. Good so Lord. is Mike White better than Daddy was? Yes. Some people would say Mike White, like, Brandon himself said that Mike was so much more talented than he was. Hmm. But I think Dowdy was the be- better quarterback, personally. I just think that offense... My God, that was so much fun, those two years. We had, oh, like, yeah. Brom. I think that was Brom's first season, and then the season that we had Petrino. Mm-hmm. I think that was Dowdy's two years. It was either that or it was uh, both years were with Brom. What a fun, Mike fun White squad was that baller, was. Though, too, though. He was. Oh, he definitely yeah. was. I'm not taking anything away from Mike. Andrews was a great running back. Mm-hmm. Antonio Andrews. Yeah. We had, uh, we had Furby. T- mm-hmm. yep. Leon Allen. Uh, we had Taewon Taylor, yep. yeah, Tyler Taylor. Higby, Norris. Wow. Um, yeah, we had a good team. Rest in peace, Dion Yelder. You guys see where he's been getting a little bit of playing time? He's, Has he's he? the uh, he's a tight end for the Chiefs. Wow. Heck uh, yeah. I don't know that he got. I, I, it was the week before, but he got a couple catches early on. Surprised. So this has been your Western football talk, brought That's to right. you by. Uh, what's it brought to you by, Adam? Uh, <laughs> Big Red Soda. <laughs> Big Red Soda. There you go. Go get you some from White Castle. Yes, sir. We'll be right back. We're going to hear from Anchor, and then we're going to talk about second half saviors. These are guys that you can pick up and possibly ride to a championship. Don't go away. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right, we're back. We had to revive Markham. He uh, had a cardiac episode is what we're going to call it. Here on the floor of the Sode Shack. But uh, thankfully, from the television programs and movies that Bobby and I have both watched, we knew to just basically pound on his chest with mm-hmm. our fists until his heart restarted. Hey, thank you, boys. I got a whole new lease on life now, baby. That's Guy at the end of his rope. Yeah. I'm back. <laughs> you were at the end of your rope. and uh... Oh, baby. Again, so grateful. 
so grateful and thankful, baby. He's well, a little less Jersey this time. Yeah. What are you going to do for yeah, me? Just a little, uh, just more uh, speech impediment this <laughs> time. <laughs> what are you going to do for me for bringing you back to life? Guy at the end of his role. Uh, what type of, uh, fo- what type of phone is that? Phone is that? Uh? <laughs> I love that inside joke that no one else is going to get, but we all in this room understand. So yeah. thank you, Addy. I appreciate you. Mm. Glad we brought you back to life. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Bobby, I don't know why you kicked in and helped after he straight up murdered you That's last true. week. Yeah. Baja's taking over. Uh, yeah. I know why. I'm thinking too much. I know tonight. why. It's because that heart. <laughs> it's good. It's all the way yes, good. Sir. Hell, some might even say great. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out who That's this is. That's my Matthew McConaughey Matthew impression. McConaughey. Yeah, exactly. You know, he he likes to just laugh at stuff. It's not even funny sometimes. And those commercials, like I think he's. Oh yeah, the, all those car commercials. He's sure. clearly killed someone. Sure. He's definitely rubbing boogers in his sure. fingers. You know, no doubt. Yeah. All Pop right, all right, all right, all right, all right. That body in the back. Sure, right. Itself. <laughs> hey. You know what they say? Either get the getting good before the getting dits dud. <laughs> I, think, I think we lost him, Bobby. I think that was it. I saw the the light in his, his eyes, eyes go roll out. Back. Yes, help. Yeah, someone. If you have medical training, where am I? Come to the soda shack. Hey, I'm all right. All right. All right. There he goes, folks. All right. So it's me and Bobby. We need Johnny the Greek to come back to Bowling Green. Uh, Not to take Bobby's spot this time, but substitute from week to week. Yeah, he's just a floater. All right, guys, so we've got a cool segment here. It's about we're getting closing in on the halfway point of the season. And so at this point, we have a pretty good idea of who is going to produce what kind of funeral arrangements we want to have for Adam (laughs) and uh, who's going to give his uh, the speech at his funeral. Hey, I want it to be a party. His eulogy. Yeah. I don't want to dry. I don't want I, no tears. No tears. No tears, just beers, man. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no fears, just beers. All right, so we've got this segment idea. Second half saviors. These are guys that you can pick up. Some of them might still be available on your waiver wire, depending on how deep of a league you're in. These are guys that you can plug in that we feel confident you can ride to the playoffs and beyond um, if uh, you know, as long as they can stay healthy. We've also got a few guys here that we aren't as confident on, but they could be worth a flyer. And of course, if you're going to be uh, picking guys up either as a flyer or as a guy to start week in and week out, there are some guys you've got to cut. So we've got three guys here that it's time to cut bait on. But let's spin positive first here, guys, and go with some second half saviors. The first one is a guy we talked about last week, Addy. A.J. Johnson came out and had himself another nice game last week. Talk to me about old Alexander Johnson. What's going on with him there in Denver? Yeah, he looks good. Uh, it looks like Josie Jewell was back last week, and it did not matter. Nope. Uh, he got all the snaps. I don't know all the snaps, but he got majority of the snaps, and he put up a great stat line, and he looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, that was actually a guy. A uh, little note: I got uh, Daddy got Game Pass. Did you really? Daddy's watching some film. <laughs> You're a film boy now. Sure, film grinder. Wow. Sure, been drinking a lot of monsters, grinding some film. It's working out well. On average, how much would you say you sleep per night, Adam? Yeah. Uh, I haven't slept in a couple weeks. <laughs> okay, that explains the Game Pass purchase. I um, do uh, get the you know 
roll over late at night, can't sleep, get on Twitter, and Adam's pretty active at 2.30 That's when I'm just getting going. <laughs> yeah. It's my best content. I usually delete most of that stuff by about 5 a.m., but there are, you're looking at about 40 to 45 tweets between <laughs> 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. typically. He's just live tweeting his Game Pass experience. Sure. Just half out of his head. Sure. Uh, so did you watch some A.J. Johnson? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, uh, he's a, he's a, uh, they don't use him in coverage that much. He's a mm-hmm. type of guy that they use uh, to rush the passer, and he's very good at it. He, uh, I think he had one and a half sacks. One and a half sacks. Um, yeah. And he he played. You were talking about snaps. He had eighty seven percent of the. Snaps. Okay, so yeah. yeah, that's great. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's a, again, I say this a lot about guys, but you can't put the genie back in the bottle uh, for some of these guys, and that's the case here. Wow. So AJ Johnson, if you haven't already picked him up. Uh, and he's still out there on your wire. That would be a, a small miracle at this point. But if he is out there, grab him. This he's, is he's probably out there. If yeah. you're in, you know, and you're in just a normal league, he's not going to be out there. You know, in a really super competitive league mm-hmm. uh, with a lot of you know sharks like us. Oh yeah. Are we sharks or are we more like? Um, oh, we're sharks, baby. What kind of sharks? Though, like the hammerhead or? Oh yeah. Those ones that just eat plants. Yeah. Um. I probably uh. I'm trying to think. I'd probably be one of the like whale sharks, just kind of yeah. big, got teeth, but yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, just hanging out, you know, yeah, just seeing the world. What's the sharks that like Taco Bell? Uh, that's the, the kind of sharks that we are. That's the fire shark. That's the stoner sharks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so AJ Johnson's the guy that we feel best about. Uh, like I said, this was the week that I wanted to see this week because I picked him up in RSO, and I was curious: was he the guy or was Josie Jewel the guy? And like you said, that genie's out of the bottle and uh, not going back in. Yeah, you're not going to stuff that thing back in there. No, sir. I think we'll talk about Josie again here in a minute. Yes, we will. So another guy to pick up, Nick Vigil for the Bengals, linebacker. Uh, This from our favorite guy, uh, Mike W., Mike Wallert. He has the Green Dot article that he updates every week, so make sure you're checking that out over at 4 for 4. This from his article this week. Vigil had 13 tackles, including 10 solos, on his way to a 17.6 tackle rate. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's also taking over play-calling duties as well. So he is a linebacker. Again, this is all assuming health, but he's a guy that I would feel confident plugging into my lineup at this point week in and week out. Yeah, I remember Vigil was really good last year down the stretch. That he was. Uh, so, yeah, and uh, this was a guy that at the start of the year we thought he was going to be the guy in line to have the most opportunity this year. Because uh, I remember also getting a DM from a from a listener asking me about him. And I was like, yeah, I think he's probably got a good chance to lead the team in tackles. Um, and so it took him a little bit to get going. Uh, but, yeah, he looks he looks like a great guy uh, to have on, on your team. So Jordan Hicks, Deion Jones, Tremaine Edmonds, Luke Keekley, Danny Trevathan, Nick Vigil, et cetera, et cetera. I think that's the part I like the most. All those guys are – Green dot guys, I love seeing. Visual green dot with means the green they dot. cannot come off the field. Absolutely. So or won't come off the field that often. Yeah, and that you know, kind of helps out obviously the tackles and then the tackle rate. But love seeing Vigil with the green dot now. So yeah, go get him. Here's another thing to keep in mind: uh, Nick Vigil playing ninety percent of snaps. That is third highest on the team. And I know there's a lot of argument in the IDP community, but that defense is out there a lot because the offense is pretty rough this year. So, you know, Vigil should continue to rack up those tackles as well. Also note uh Jermaine Pratt finally got more playing time this past week. Mm-hmm. I forgot to look up his, his snap percentage. I'll do that. But um but yeah, he actually was able to record a pretty decent stat line. I think he got about six total tackles. Mm. Um 
But yeah, that's Jermaine Pratt. With the Bengals being 0-6, uh, I think you're going to probably see them start playing a lot of these young guys. Yeah. And uh, Pratt was a guy that was drafted in the third round. And uh, a lot of people are high on this guy, so I think he could uh, do pretty well. Before this week, he the most highest snap percentage he had registered was 21% back in week four against the Steelers. This week against the Ravens, he recorded 38%. Wow. Well, not that much, but so a little you know, bit of an uptick. It's an uptick. Though. Yeah, that that's was nice. good. And that's good radio right there. I was stalling. I knew yeah. Josh was over there doing his yeah. thing. That's gotcha. good radio, and that's gotcha. chemistry. And let's cross over and go ahead and say real quick offensively, AJ Green's not coming back this week. You know, we've talked about this a little bit. They're 0 and 6. Why would he want to come back to a team that's mm-hmm. terrible? That's yeah. terrible so, and that he his contract's expiring. Yeah. Exactly. So let's stop the no. AJ Green coming back talk. Like, yeah, foot still hurts. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Oh, you he, haven't paid me? I'm yeah. I'm his, off the books. His foot's going to hurt until he's traded somewhere and yep. then he'll be fine. Yep. Yeah, I'm not going to let you I'm not going to come back for this team and get run into the ground and reaggravate my foot injury and kill my market open market value. No mm-hmm. thank you. So stay off the field, AJ. We love you, but we want you healthy for next season. So another guy that we feel good about, Juan Thornhill. Now, this is a guy playing 92% of the snaps, which is third most on that defense. He does tend to play deep, so he's a little bit big play dependent, but he's super talented, Markham. I know he was a guy you were very high on. And what's changed in my mind is that the way teams are playing the Chiefs. You've seen it the past two weeks. With the Colts and the Texans, they're trying to dominate the time of possession. 74 snaps uh, two weeks ago and 80 snaps this past week. It's the third highest snap uh, snap count for the defense, and then 80 is the highest they've had this season. Wow. So I see teams following this blueprint that you saw the Colts and the Texans use and try to keep the offense off the field, which, of course, means the defense will be on the field, which means more snaps, which means more opportunities for Juan Thornhill. Mm-hmm. So, Markham, I know this was your guy going into this season. Uh, how are you feeling about Juan as we move forward? I love it. Yeah, in redraft, he was a guy that I ended up dropping uh, just because, again, it's it's hard to rely on him right now. I, I love him long term. Uh, I, I think he's going to be a, a, a great dynasty piece. Uh, but again, I think you're right. You've seen the, the snap counts. Teams seem to have figured something out mm-hmm. about Kansas City. Um, and yeah, Thornhill is just learning more and more week to week. So he's going to get better. He's always been a, a, a kind of a ball hawk type player. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think, uh, yeah, I agree. I think he could be a nice little, you know, safety two down the stretch maybe for you. And he'll have, he, he, that's the thing. He hasn't really had the big plays yet. But those will come. Those will and, come. And Had so, a pick last week. Yes, yeah. it was his first one against uh, Lamar Jackson, and it was a deep pass. It was it was a really nice pick over his head, um, pretty good coverage, and uh, picked it anyways. I think what was almost more impressive was he had a pretty sick tackle on a, um, I think it was a jet sweep, or it might have just been a crossing pattern. But um, he's a super speedy guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his like you know forty time is, but he's definitely super quick. I agree with the assessment. He does play a little bit deep. He is a little bit big play dependent, but give it time. He he's going to continue to produce more and more points. I think. Yeah, reminds me a lot of like Buda Baker's rookie year. Mm-hmm. It took him until about like the last three or four weeks yeah. until they you know just let him loose, and I think he was more comfortable. And yeah, sometimes it just takes these young guys. You know, they need about a season to to get their feet wet. Yeah. Yeah, be patient. Another safety we really like, Jordan Whitehead. Now he has an arm injury. 
and might not play this week against the Titans. But keep in mind, this was crazy when I looked this up. He is the second highest on defensive snap percentage behind only Levante David on the Buccaneers. Wow. So this is a guy the Bucks really like, and uh, he has performed really well this season in our league. He is safety 21. So just... Just keep an eye on it. Like I said, let's let's see what the how the arm injury plays out this week as we get into some practice reports. But if your waivers haven't run yet when you're listening to this and Whitehead is out there, that's a guy that I would pick up, and I think you can start with confidence. If not in your safety spots, maybe in your flex. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what's y'all's temperature on Jordan Whitehead? Agree, I love Whitehead. That's a that's a definitely a guy that I've recommended someone a listener to add the last couple weeks. Um, so yeah, he's he's got great opportunity there. Um, he wasn't the original starting safety there. I can't remember who that was. Uh, was it that white guy, Chris Conti, that get- got thrown out the club by Vance McDonald last year? Uh, no, it was somebody, somebody else. Different? Somebody else. Either way, he he just he stepped into just a, a great role, and uh, yeah, I like him a lot. Definitely a, a a nice safety two option for you. It's gonna drive me crazy now thinking about who that was. That's all I can think about. Uh oh, we've well, lost Bobby. He's on that one track <laughs> thought of who is the Buccaneer safety before oh, gracious. Uh, Whitehead came into it. Uh, it was Tom Blackhead, actually. <laughs> so we're just swapping Josh. one facial pimple for another. Oh, me. All right. That uh, was uncalled for, seriously. I know, I'm sorry. Uh, Bobby, this is a, a guy that I know that you have talked up before on previous episodes. Who's our next uh, second half savior here? Yeah, so this is a little bit of a reach, but. Um, Jaron Reed will be back from suspension this week. You know, Reed coming off of a ten and a half sack season last year. And in my personal opinion, I think the Seahawks really need it right now. They haven't really gotten to the quarterback quite a bit. I do think Clowney looks a bit sluggish. Ziggy Ansa has been injured as he seems to constantly be. Ziggy injured? No, surely not. So hopefully this helps him out a little bit. I really like Jaron Reed. I think he's a talented guy. Um, I hope that he is as eager to play as Pete Carroll is making it seem. Uh, I listened to a little bit of Pete Carroll's um, um, his press um, conference today, not press conference, but whatever it was with the media, and uh, you know, just saying that Reed looked like a kid at Christmas, and you know, that might just be coach talk. But that's Pete Carroll talk for sure. Ten and a half sacks in a season for a D tackle there um, has got to be pretty healthy alongside of these guys. So hopefully, that's the boost that they need. A lot of good D lines over there in uh, NFC West, and uh, hopefully this will bump those other guys as well. We talked about him last episode, Addy. That this was a guy you felt like was going to slot right back into that starting lineup once he came off suspension. Jaron Reed. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I was tuned out looking up. Uh, Justin Evans was the safety. Mm, Justin Evans. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Thank you so much. So glad we got so that. So much in. better than Tom Blackhead from the Jaron Reed talk. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Jaron Reed. Love Jaron Reed. If you're in a defensive tackle required league, he's a, he's a must add kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But agree. He was great last year. Um, but yeah, excited to have him back. He's a guy that I've been, uh, stashing in one of my other leagues. So great stash and should maybe help Clowney, you know, it really get some, uh, get some pressure off Clowney. Should help all, should help everybody on that defensive line. Quentin Jefferson. Maybe he can put Ziggy on some medical care and get sure. him back on the field. That poor guy, man. Yeah. Maybe help Puna Ford go down to the uh, courthouse and get a name change. Ooh, I like so his Puna. name's not Puna. Ah, you'd have worse names. Eh. 
Tom yeah. Blackhead. <laughs> yeah, Tom Blackhead is pretty bad. You're welcome. All right, Bobby, another guy that you're very high on. Ooh. I know you have him in XFFL. He's yes. a favorite of yours. Who is the next guy we're talking about here? Mr. Josh Allen, defensive end for the Jacksonville Jaguars. It is a bit of a stretch because he is already performing, but... It's a bit of a stretch that he may be available. I feel like most leagues, he's probably owned. Yeah, he's gone. This is probably but one of those go-gets. He could be dropped. Yeah. Eh, I don't know about that. He could have been dropped. You may have to trade for this guy, but four sacks over the past four weeks. Um, I really I, I grabbed him this year in a trade um, before our season started. Didn't really think that he was going to progress this early in the season. I really saw, thought that this would probably still be the uh, you know Calais Campbell and um, to help me out here, Yannick Ngakwe Yannick. show. Yeah. Um, but you know, week six, he's really starting to kind of come around and make some plays, get to the quarterback. So, woo, I'm excited about my boy. I think he's going to be there for quite a while. So I was just looking up just because I had it on hand. Uh, yeah, he's owned in. 83.5% of RSO leagues. So that's pretty so high. That's pretty high. You're going to have to trade to get him, and the ask is probably going to be higher just because he's kind of coming around the corner. But um, if he's out there, if you can kind of still buy him low, which I don't think you can, um, go get him. But I think the second half of this season could be pretty uh, pretty fancy for Mr. Josh. Yeah, he's. I was looking to see where he ranks. He's in between... Funny enough, a guy we were just talking about, uh, Jadeveon Clowney mm. and Melvin Ingram in terms of ownership. So you're right. He is a guy you'll probably have to go trade for. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you can go acquire him, yeah, I love his potential down the stretch. Especially in Dynasty. In our yes. setup, he's yes. legit. Yeah. You'd have a hard time probably prying him away from his Dynasty owner. Mm-hmm. But uh, even in redraft, I think his value is going to continue to be on the uptick the rest of the season. I've got to get this 150 mix put out. I've got the list together. We've we've got to we've got to give the world that here soon. Yeah. All right. This week, it, I'm putting the pressure on you, Bobby. You're batching it this week. Ooh. I want those 150 ranks before we get on uh, rated IDP le- IDP live on Saturday. Okay, Joshy. Okay. Not a challenge. Joshy wants it. Josh, you'll get it, I guess. That's right. I got to put it up on the site. So, okay, great. I'm involved right. with this as well. Awesome. We're going to go through them one by one on uh, yep. on the yeah. live show. Yeah, on the live show. All right, guys, we're going to hijack the 149 this live show. is. Yeah. Can you imagine? They would immediately cut us off. <laughs> All right, so these are a few guys here that we think are worth a flyer. So, we can't put the stamp of approval on them as uh, confidently as we can the second half savior guys, but still some dudes that you should check out. So, Markham, who's this first one here that we're looking at as a flyer? All right. Preston Smith, Green Bay Packers linebacker. He's currently the linebacker 12 in our RSO league. Um, type of guy that is very much like a Shaquille Barrett or a uh, Merciless. Um, he is, uh, he's big play dependent, gonna rely heavy on sacks. Uh, and I think you've just seen him, you know, start the year great. Uh, so I would expect him to probably regress the second half of the year but uh but again you know as long as you're not relying on a guy like this as your you know number one or number two linebacker uh if if you're in a league where you start three or four linebackers he's a perfect number three linebacker to have um yeah i was gonna say he seemed like the perfect flex guy exactly right if you can stick a guy like ours is 11 defensive starters in our league and that flex spot, I feel like, especially if you're going into a matchup where you're a little bit of an underdog, uh-huh. go with the big play upside guy. Because what if Preston Smith 
gets three sacks and scores 30 points. You've probably won the game at that point if you're getting that kind of production from your defensive flex spot. Exactly. So, He's um, been huge. You want to look at his game log he's had? Uh, I was looking at that earlier. For RSO, it's been really nice. I'm actually going to pull him up wow. on uh, Sleeper as well. Week. Uh, so we'll go week one through six, uh, just points. So week one, 15.25. Week two, 8.5. Week three, 27.75. Week four, 2.25. There's that big play. There Boom you go. Uh, week five, 13.25. And week six, 16.5. Wow. So, so just... Couple weeks there where he's crapped your team, but but other linebackers, you know, even your consistent linebackers do that from time to time. So he is the number two outside linebacker on Sleepers platform. Wow, that's crazy! Oh my gosh! Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's a he's a valuable dude. Again, I think the reason we're pegging him maybe as a uh, worth a flyer instead of a second half savior guy is because of the regression potential. And the bust potential. Not everyone has um, as deep uh, a, a lineup in terms of defensive players as we do. So mm-hmm. in some leagues, if you have a flex spot, mm-hmm. you probably have some better options out right. there. If you're in a really deep league and have a flex, this is the perfect guy to plug in there. And the reason why we're so leery is because look at Shaq Barrett. You know, he had just a outrageous start to the year, those first four games. And then what do you do week five? 2.25 points. And then week six, 1.5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you started him again, you, the defensive flex is not a position that you're looking for a ton of production from, but man, 1.5 points probably came close to costing a lot of people a win. Yeah. I mean, that's that tough. kills you. You that's cannot tough. get like, Almost donuts from any position if you hope to win. Another thing, I guess I'm just now seeing, but Oren Burks played a little bit last I week. I saw that. Ooh. I thought of you whenever I saw him in the game. Yeah, so Your not a lot. horse breakout. He only played 15% of the defensive snaps, but he played 58% of the special teams. So I think they're probably going to ease him in. Um, so There's still you, time, Bobby. If you've got B.J. Goodson, maybe don't like get in love with him quite yet because I think Burks maybe takes over that role. I hope, man. I really hope the best for Burks. He might suck, but he also might be good. He's your dark horse breakout, so you better not. Don't you add better him. hope he doesn't suck. Don't add him yet. Give it time. Uh, your reputation's on the line. Right, right. Right. We've entered the time of the night where Adam's eyebrows are now inside the backwards hat part of his hat. Um, another guy here, as I stare into this, this, this just conundrum on top of Adam's head, is uh, a player near and dear to my heart. Mentioned him last week. I've had debates on putting this guy on IR just to save some money. Is uh, There he's taking a picture of himself, so I'm sure uh, you'll see that on Twitter. Uh, this is a guy, uh, Redskins linebacker Sean Dion Hamilton. So you saw Sean Dion get some... Uh, his most snaps of the season last week, Markham is just snapping pictures away, and it's not distracting at all. So he got his most snaps of the season last week, recorded three tackles, had a pick. Now, he had all that offseason hype. You saw guys saying that this was going to be the breakout linebacker for the Redskins. But the thing to forget, or the thing to remember, just like the Chiefs season is kind of shifting a little bit, the Redskins have a new coach. So this is not a situation where you can just assume it's going to play out the way it's been playing out until we figure out what exactly Bill Callahan, <laughs> that's how he says his name. That's awesome. Is doing what he's doing with this team. Mm-hmm. So just 
If Sean Dion is out there, just go grab him and hold him and just see what happens. You are you you need this to happen. Yeah. No, I'm fine. You got a lot riding on him. Uh-huh. You give up a lot to get him. I did. No, I gave up. What there was wasn't that that much. It wasn't that much. Sheldon Richardson yeah. and Olivier Vernon. Nah. So pretty much a Whatever. wash. In terms yeah. To the Browns fan. Weirdly enough, I think the only yeah. trade I've made so far during the season We're this disappointed year. in you. Not my only yeah. trade. Definitely a worse. Sean Dion played 42% of the defensive snaps last week and 87% of the special team snaps. So he's he's playing. Yep. Oh, he's, he's on the field. He's playing. Just love that uh, you get to just call him SDH, too. Yeah. SDH. Awesome. Sounds like a venereal disease mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, sure. Yes. Yeah. Bobby, anything to add to that? Mm, I think we're good, you know, trying to get off of uh, get off Peters for a Just while. Just get off of those Peters. Sell Marcus Peters. <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, let's hope your family doesn't listen to this on the way back from South Carolina. They're not. Right. I'll be with them. Yeah. There'll be divorce papers on your desk Monday morning. No, sir. So another guy here, Marcus. God's plan. Who is, uh, <laughs> who is the third guy on our flyer list here? Ray okay, <laughs> that was my impression of you coming back to reality from your monster field mania. <laughs> He's still got some left over. Okay, I'm waiting for him to knock out the so... rest of it. Okay, Raekwon McMillan, fifty-one percent of the snaps this past week. Uh, you know, not getting the the snap percentage that you would really like. We want to see we we want to see guys up around that seventy to eighty percent. Um, but this is a bad team and he's actually been doing pretty well with his opportunity. Uh, last week he had nine tackles on 51% of the snaps. Uh, the previous week he had 64% of the snaps and he had eight tackles. So, uh, being pretty efficient with his opportunity. Just imagine if he has an uptick in terms of playing opportunity. Yeah. This could be a guy that's maybe logging double digit sacks. And we've seen Mike talk about he's he's out on uh, Sam whatever yeah, space is. Evan, which I know Hart, I know Hart, uh, Mike's Hart because he was big on yeah Guiavin. So you know Jerome Baker's obviously not going anywhere. So I think you're probably going to see McMillan and Baker maybe hold it down the second half of the year. Mm, love yeah. that. Young guys, play them. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Who cares? Crappy team. Kind of similar to Nick Vigil. Crappy team. Going to be out there a lot. Agreed. So, uh, one more guy here that is worth a flyer. Um, and Markham, we'll let you introduce this one as well because this is a guy you just traded away in the XFFL. And it's one of your favorite food items in his name Taco Charlton. Good old Taco. Yeah, so Taco, he uh, apparently just needed a change of scenery. Hmm. I don't know uh, what was going on in Dallas and why he, he just, wasn't. He couldn't get, he couldn't crack the lineup, dude. Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. It's, uh, but yeah, he's obviously playing uh, a lot of a lot of snaps in uh, Miami. He got ninety three percent of the defensive snaps last week. Mm-hmm. That's a lot for a defensive end. Sure Think is. about the team that you just went from, where you couldn't even get any playing <laughs> time, and now you're playing for a team where you're playing ninety three percent of the snaps. Yeah. Taco, you play as much as you want, buddy. Like, that's pretty. Taco, we're happy to have you, yeah. man. <laughs> that's... These guys, we pulled them out of the freaking delivery truck that was bringing in the food for lunch. It's like uh, it's like Miami, like they were all like the 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 general managers were all sitting in like a room and like what what can we do to make this season more fun? Let's let's bring in a guy named Taco. They should have just that'll be fun. Got Matt Breida, and then you can there you have go Breida and Taco <laughs> night. Oh my god, that'd have been your new favorite team. You'd have had to jump ship. Yeah, to the we Dolphins. need to we need to send an email. An email? <laughs> or something. Or something, yeah. Maybe yes, a sir. letter or sure. a burrito. Or a, yeah, signed burrito. But yeah, um, 
Yeah, Taco Charlton. He's been really good. You know, he's only played three games this year. Uh, but in those three games, he's racked up 12 total tackles and two sacks. Wow. So this was a guy that only had one sack, I believe, uh, prior in his career. Mm-hmm. So maybe he just needed a fresh start. Yeah. Again, this was a guy everyone was labeling as a bust. There was, uh, there was talk of Dallas releasing him in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I needed a roster spot in our RSO league, mm-hmm. uh, and I traded him for a fifth. And, uh, then I noticed he got traded last week for a little bit more than that. So that yeah. was a little. That hurt your heart. Yeah. A little, a little knife. Oh, well. Twisted. You know, it's all right. Oh, well. It's not all bad. <laughs> wonder throwing, if the, throwing it back to high school there, Addy. I wonder if Dallas misses him at all now. You know, the Marcus Lawrence isn't really doing a whole lot. They've had problems with, um, you know, Bruce Irving. Bruce Irving? Bruce Irving. <laughs> He's the, uh, the guy we went da- to high school with. <laughs> David Irving. David Irving. So sorry. Um, Robert Quinn's there. He's been playing yeah, pretty Quinn's well. Been okay. That's a guy you should probably look out for. He may be out there for some reason in your league. Bruce Irving. Um, just because he missed the first, uh, he missed the first two or three games. So, you know, he may be down there on points, um, total points for defensive ends, but he's been really good lately. Pretty sure I've seen he's had a lot of pressure so far this year. Mm-hmm. Um, could be making that up, but I'm pretty sure I've seen that somewhere. So you're thinking of Bruce Irvin. Bruce Irvin, so sorry. And also David Irving, who didn't he quit smoking yeah. a blunt on like Facebook Live? He did. But did they get done? rid of Taco before that? They got after. rid of Taco after that. It was wow. during the season. It yeah. was like we traded him like three or four weeks ago. Yeah. I forget that Irving was out early. Yeah, that was in the off season. That's bizarre. He just had what the doctors like to call reefer madness. Hey, sure. Yeah, dude. Sure. Got to do. give up his uh, profession to make that madness happen adam i'll read this next one for you this is uh we've got to shift gears now into the time to cut bait category so to make room on your roster for some of these guys you obviously have to move on so these are guys that we feel confident saying it's time to move on it's time to cut bait and i will i'll i'll set this one up for you here adam because i know this one really hurts your heart we're talking about quincy williams Mm. linebacker for the jags I almost couldn't believe this when you put it in the dock, but played 0% of the defensive snaps in the game against the Saints. What the hell happened with Quincy? It's over. It's over. Did Christian McCaffrey steal his soul out of his body? That's what happened. Uh, if you look back at his week five game, uh, if you're like me and you have game pass and you can grind the tape, uh, but no, this is going, this is, this is a little clip going around Twitter that I, that I saw. But yeah, man, McCaffrey had him on skates, uh, the whole game, just the entire game. And I also saw where, uh, our, our buddy, uh, IDP with B tweeted something like, I think PFF had him graded as like a 29.1. Mm, that's not good. Not great. Mm-hmm. Not great. Uh, so yeah, I, I did tweet about it. Um, this is a guy that obviously redraft likely, I mean, likely droppable. But again, that's a thin, uh, linebacking unit. You just got Jack and you got good there. Um, so that is name. Yeah. yeah. Najee good. Yeah. Um, okay. You guys were looking like I was crazy. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I still, we look at you like you're crazy <laughs> because of the things that come out of your mouth. Yeah. That's true. We <laughs> expect you listen crazy. to yourself. You looked at me like I was crazy because it was actually like correct. It was, you yeah. know, I was like, yeah, that's like, actually what? right, Adam. He's right there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, was that BJ Goodson or Najee Good? It was more just me thinking of what that player's name was. Yeah. That's awesome. So, um, you know, obviously for someone like me, uh, who is 
little too invested in this guy. You are Quincy Head. He is. Uh, he's probably not going to be cut. Um, but I'm also I only have him in dynasty. You leagues. have him in a yeah. dynasty. Don't cut him in a dynasty. Yeah. Yeah. Only so, cut him in a redraft. So again, he's young. He's going to learn. Like this is this is what happens when you throw rookies out there. He really wasn't ready to play, uh, but he had to. And you see, uh, he's getting benched. So hopefully that doesn't ruin his confidence. And uh, you know. He can uh, learn some things from the sideline and, and get back out there and uh, ball for us again. I'll also say, too, though, that his last two games he's faced Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara. Yeah. So Well, he didn't face Alvin Kamara because yeah. he was on the bench. But maybe that was why. Maybe that was when the thinking, like, oh, we need to get this guy out of here. If week five? He Last week they was. They played the Saints last week. Six. C- correct. So, My apologies. Yeah, they that so Christian McCaffrey stole his soul, and they they had to put him on the sideline. I'd like to watch that. some tape against uh, Week Four to see what he did against Philip Lindsay. Lindsay's been pretty good this year. Get on Adam's Game Pass. If yeah, you sure. Add, I'd, uh, or come over to his house. For, we can talk. We can talk about both. maybe splitting the plan. I'd love to let you. Oh yeah, I've been repairing Josh's cars. I might as well just come. Sure. And, uh, you know, split the Game Pass with you. Yeah, he has. I'll just charge you hourly. It's no big deal. Whatever. Yeah, or, or something just, out. I'll have Josh pay you because he still owes me for you know. It's true. We yeah. can just take it out of the show funds. This is going to be great. We're the hell all is happening right now? Oh, each other. <laughs> Josh, you, you owe both of us like $300. <laughs> oh, so. what? Okay, it's cool. I'll uh, just add it to my tab. Cool, thanks. All right, so this next one's simple. It's Josie Jewell. Straight up, lost his job to A.J. Johnson. Good night, sweet prince. Drop him and move on. That's right. Oh. He, uh, he held it down there for a little bit while Todd Davis was out, but Todd Davis is back. Todd Davis is pretty good. Yeah. And... Uh, AJ Johnson's playing really well. Yeah, too. T- turns out uh Mr. Jewel wasn't a uh, diamond in the rough. <laughs> Why did you have to go with that particular <laughs> accent to deliver that line? <laughs> diamond in the rough. <laughs> it's rough with a W apparently, Bobby. That's, That's kind of like a guy. Come on, dude. Oh, I thought it was a little kid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe it's like, yeah. Could be. Could be. Could be. We're losing listeners. A lot by of the potential minute. with that one, boys. Losing listeners. I like by the future minute. with that one. That one may be recurring. Oh me, Bobby. I'm gonna let you set this last one up here. This is a guy that you added. I think that you own. Might be a little bit of a surprise. Yeah, but this, who are we uh, going with here? this may be Bobby just having too many good linebackers on his team and and being a little frustrated with the with his fifth one. Entirely possible. The last one that you need to cut bait with. You need to drop him. You need to get rid of him. Because I've got a nose and he stinks. Is Darius Leonard? Oh, give me a break! I'm gonna cut your mic if you oh, say that again. We, man, I love that so much on the last episode. Was that the last episode? Two episodes uh, ago. Man, that was such a good got little a video. He stinks. Yeah, that yeah. was two episodes ago because we got him to come out of concussion protocol. That's awesome. saw that. We did that. You know, that. and like the uh, introduction of the Big Three IDP on. Uh, you know, if you go read down through. You know, like our uh, information and what we talk about. That needs to be a quote on there, you know? I got a nose and he stinks. Yeah, that's a just classic. It's funny because I'll sneak little things into the episode description sometimes just to see if anyone's paying attention. Like four episodes ago, I think it was, I was like, do you want an extra uh, hour of content each week? Throw your phone into the river. Yeah, I saw it. I yeah. loved it. So make sure you read the full episode. Johnny does the same stuff. He was telling me about some stuff that he hides in his articles. So. Yeah. Oh, is that right? We're all, we're all a bunch of sneaky little boys. Yeah, it's a bunch of weird little boys in the IDP world. All right, so Zach Cunningham, I mm. think, was the guy you actually wanted to talk about, Bobby. So why do you have so much hate in your heart for Zach? He's fine. He's fine. Don't cut him. But his snap rate is decreasing a, a, a smidge. 
Uh, and McKinney's basically on the field all the time until he gets tired and then he takes a break. You know, McKinney's playing over 90% of the snaps right now. Cunningham, I think, dropped below 75% this last week. So, uh, I'm not concerned, but I'm... Bobby, I'm, this this segment is called Time to Cut not Bait. not concerned to the point of cutting him. Uh, I'll probably look to move him if I was in a So you're cutting bait, you're league. just not dropping him for nothing. Yeah, okay. just kind of pay attention to we his... kill you. Pay attention to his usage in the next couple of weeks. I am deep at linebacker, so Would that was my stretch. Would you try to maybe stretch, sell before he starts bottoming out with his playing time? I don't think he'll bottom out. I just don't think that you're going to see like big weeks from him. I think he's going to be that 5 to 15 point type of guy. All he's right. not going to be a 10 All to 20 right. pointer. All right. He's crazy to watch. I don't know if y'all watched him a couple weeks ago. He went flying across. I don't have game pass. So I'm so it. sorry, man. You got you got to get there, Joshy. Yeah, I've got to pay go. you guys for fixing my car. Yeah, you're damn right you do. Bills <laughs> I don't do. even know what I'm paying. Hell, you for. you're past due, bro, brother. I turned you in. Hey, speaking of ten twenty pointers, you uh, you been hunting? <laughs> wow, you just. That was a good one. You could hear the Try wheels it. squeaking over there. Try that was a good one. Yes, Had it been the answer's no. You Tomorrow ever, morning, the low here is like 40, though. So if you're a deer hunter and you can fight through this rain, yeah. get out in the morning. True. I knew it was deer season. Barometric yeah. pressure is really, uh, there's a big change that's going to get the deer on their feet. We're past a full moon. Anything deer hunting you want to know, just get in the DMs. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> this is like some mystical hey, wisdom you got pouring hey, out right now. You want that radiator or yours fixed? Yes, Leave me alone. pressure is changing. The deer are going to be on their yes, feet. What are they sir. just like laying down right now? It's October, Joshy. You got to get them fall scarves on. Yes, I mean, I can tell you about some fall scarves, but not some deer standing up because of barometric pressure, Bobby. Hey, man of many talents over here. That's right. Yes, what, a, what a weird episode it's been. Bobby, I'm really happy you're back. When Adam and I are here... <laughs> There's you're, just, you're happy I'm back to help help you carry yeah, him to the ambulance. Just just to keep like the channel of craziness going across in front of me here. It's just not the same when you're gone. Oh, so I'm man. glad you're back. Hey, me too. Glad you're alive. Glad you brought I'm us. Glad I uh, beat Johnny here. I might not have had a job. I know. When I got back. Yeah, Johnny was pulling in the driveway, but uh, right. you were already here, so you got to be on this sode. Yeah. Adam now has his... the hood up. Yeah. Yes, sir. He's. Uh, disappearing before our eyes. I still got to run to the grocery store. We need to go ahead and wrap this thing up, guys. All right, Adam, why don't you take us out with some words of wisdom for everyone as they uh, look ahead to week number, God, week number seven. Wow. Yeah, just, you know, guys, just uh, give it your all. Uh, We're all so proud of you. We're all so thankful that we have this platform to help you if you want it. And uh, just remember, it's your team, your decisions, we love you. We're proud of you. We thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Big3IDP.